do. Or do not. There is no try. What you do right now makes a difference. Everybody dies. Not everybody really lives. You got a dream, you got to protect it. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you you can't do it. You want something, go get it. What is up, guys? It's Ant Mancini, and welcome to officially episode number two of the It's Totally Possible podcast. I am feeling healthy, and I apologize that I missed my upload for this past Thursday. I was actually traveling, getting some wedding-related business done, but I'm back, and I'm going to have a couple episodes coming out this week as well, but today we're going to focus on something uh, a little near and dear to the heart to me, and that is building a effective workout routine for you. Um, I actually just recently posted it, posted an article about this on the website. Um, so if you prefer to read about it in detail, you can definitely head over to isolatelypossible.com and you will find under the fitness category. But anyways, let's jump right in. So, ah, man, I have just experienced a lot through personal experimentation when it comes to designing and programming your own workouts and also through my profession by trade. You know, I, I am a personal trainer or was a personal trainer for several years and I've worked with a lot of different clients and a lot of different people. So I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of things that don't work, things that do work. Um, and, you know, one thing that one type of exercise or workout routine that works really well for one person might not necessarily work for you or for somebody else. And when I say you, I'm, I'm talking to you, Mr. or Mrs. or Miss listener, podcast listener. <laughs> um, but uh, let's let's dive into things. So most people need to realize where they're starting. You need to figure out exactly where you're at before you jump into any particular fitness routine. And I always kind of give the same advice. So that's why I decided to start the podcast kind of uh, is because I want to put these thoughts into one spot as evergreen content so that people can listen to this that and use it as a resource, essentially, if you're newer or if you need to go back and kind of refresh your memory on the basics and fundamentals when you're following a routine or trying to build your own workout routine. The biggest thing that I tell people all the time, man, and is that wherever you are in your fitness journey, journey is never going to be the same as where somebody else is in their own fitness and health journey. So you have to you have to really think about that and stop looking at other people. I know it's tough. Uh, we see a lot of images with these super jacked, some quote unquote steroid up guys and some really, really fit women as well all over social media, butts hanging out, boobs hanging out. It's just ridiculous, and it's. I think it really has a psychological effect on our own reality and our perception of ourselves and what we're capable. We think we need to look like them, or we think it's going to be impossible to look like that, but the biggest thing you have to understand is where you are is not where they are, so stop worrying about that and focusing on the process, and that's actually a key point we're going to go over in this episode. So the first thing is building the best workout routine from the ground up, right? It starts with you. You have to really identify where you're at. So a couple of questions you can ask yourself and kind of sit down and do like a little brain dump on paper is how much experience do you have? And when I say experience, I mean strength training experience, exercise experience, um, fitness and health, nutrition knowledge. And just be very honest with yourself. The other question is how much, well, this is actually kind of tied into the first question, but I said how much weight training experience do you have? Specifically strength training. And really 
try your best to be very, very honest with yourself. And if you're not really sure, don't worry, we're going to kind of go into a few examples, general examples of what that might look like from a beginner's perspective, somebody that's intermediate, someone that is more advanced. And the other question is, you know, what's your stamina like? What's your endurance like? What's your baseline for all these different metrics? And again, you don't have to be super detailed, but you can be honest. You can write down, you know, like, well, stamina, zip, uh, strength zip (laughs) and you know just really give yourself a solid understanding of where you're starting because that's going to help you progress the quickest honestly so but let's jump into the some different classifications to identify where you're at so for a beginner a couple of identifying features might be that you are just starting out with exercise and strength training you probably have less than about six months of experience you might not have good body control um, or, or an awareness for that matter, and you struggle to perform certain functional strength training movements confidently and effectively. So if you kind of identify with this particular section, then a couple of things you can do is almost without fail, I always typically recommend if you have the funds and the time, I recommend that you just hire an educated and certified trainer, something that you have taken the time to vet that can definitely help you get started because at this stage it's super crucial to learn all the foundational movements effectively. You don't want to kind of do the copycat syndrome, which I have admittedly seen a lot in the gym is where you are looking at somebody else, they might look bigger, stronger, faster, sexier, whatever, um, whatever you, word you want to attach to them and you think, ha, ah, they look good. I want to look like them, and uh, they're doing that, so I'm going to do that too. And they might not be doing it right, or they might be doing something that you're just not quite ready to do. So I would always shy away from doing that. And additionally, at this stage, your body, if you haven't done any strength training or you haven't done it in a very, very long time, is going to react very well. And what I mean by this is if you're consistent with exercising and your strength training, you will see a lot of results in a very short time frame, you know, in a few months, because your body hasn't experienced this type of strength training stimulus, so you'll see strength strength gains and um, more muscle growth in uh, a short time frame because of this. It becomes a little bit more difficult the, the more experienced you get, um, the more advanced your training becomes because you have been doing it for you know X amount of years, you put on X amount of muscle. Um, progress doesn't stop, it just slows you have to tweak things and it becomes a little bit more, I want to say the, the, the length of time to achieve a goal is a little bit more spread out. And if you've been training for a while and you're listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not really articulating well, so, so bear with me today. Um, okay, so beginner, you're just starting out with exercise and strength training or it's been a few years since you've done it. You probably have anywhere you know, from zero to six months of strength training experience. You have poor body control and awareness and you struggle to perform most strength training movements confidently. Um, moving on, uh, the second category that I really like to identify with, and I think a lot of people probably will, will fall into this category, is intermediate. And yeah, I know these are super lackluster names, <laughs> classifications, but Anyways, if you're in this category, you've most likely been exercising in a variety of ways, on and off, with some success. You probably have anywhere from one to three years of exercise and strength training experience, and you are very, well, not very, but you are competent in a variety of different strength training movements and exercises, squats, bench press, all that good stuff, and you have good body control and awareness. This is a pretty good stage to be at. 
Um, you're still seeing a lot of significant progress if you're consistent, but typically if you're in this particular category, you can go a bunch of different ways. Uh, I know in the article I say, kind of throughout all of them, that hiring a trainer in some capacity is always good, and I still stand by that. But for this particular avenue, if you're very educated or incompetent in a lot of different areas regarding exercise, I mean, you can really go with any of these options. You can hire a trainer. You could find a friend or family member that is a little bit more experienced than you, has a little bit more knowledge, or just somewhere further along than you that you trust, and you can start training with them for that extra push. Um, I really enjoy training with a partner. It's just, it's always more fun, helps keep you more accountable for some people, and uh, it's very, very motivating at times, especially when you're you're just dragging ass and you don't want to get up or go in or, or lift on certain days. So, but I always say, you know, as a kind of a disclaimer, just definitely be careful with this option because although your friends and family may have the best intentions, they might not always be the best person to particularly train you. And I think this honestly applies to anybody and with any advice for that matter. Um, you know, you can't really be taught how to be, um, super successful in real estate by someone who has never done that you know it's it's kind of goes hand in hand so just just be careful i know that was a crappy analogy but be careful with uh choosing a family or friend member Um, and your other option really is to go on to different resource sites and you can try out new workout routines i would say a large majority of people fall into this intermediate hole um is what i call it so again intermediate you've been exercising in a variety of ways on and off with some success Anywhere from one to three years of experience, you're, you're competent and you've tried a couple of different workout routines and gyms and trainers um, and you have good body control and awareness. And typically if you're at this stage, you might just be looking for that little extra push or something to get you back in gear um, so you can start seeing results again or just start being consistent again. So a lot of different avenues if you're in this category, you're, you're sitting pretty. Um, and then for the last category, advanced, it's advanced, <laughs> um, I would Venture a guess, and if you are in this category, uh, you are most likely not listening to this podcast, but I'll go over it anyway. Um, you've done various forms of exercise and strength training with a lot of success. You, you probably have anywhere from four or more years of experience in strength training. Uh, you've mastered the basic compound strength training movements, your squats, your deadlift, your overhead press, um, and you have great body control and awareness. So... Like I said, it's safe to assume that if you're at the stage, then you're very familiar with weight training and your goals could really dictate um, your, well, your goals will be dictated by what you want to do. You know, if you're trying to train for a competition, maybe, or, or maybe you're looking for that next big challenge, or maybe you're just looking for something to keep you, your routine, um, keep that variety in your routine. So, um, a lot of people that fall into this category are just looking to be challenged in some capacity. So, uh, I would say, depending on your personality type, if you're introverted, extroverted, if you like being alone while you train or like being in groups, you could do some small group training for that engagement factor and that variety. Um, but if you're more, you know, I want to do this on my own, I want to work out on my own, I don't want to do a small group class, there's plenty of resources online. One of my favorite is actually, and by no way am I affiliated or sponsored with them, or sponsored by them, excuse me, is uh, EliteFTS.com. I have used so many of their training programs. It's uh, it's a really good resource, specifically for strength training and power lifting. So 
If you're interested in more, definitely go check out their site. It's EliteFTS.com. Definitely one of my favorite resources. Um, so if you if you fall into the advanced category, you know, definitely go check this out. There's a lot of just kind of I want I don't want to say cookie cutter. That's not the word, but there's a lot of routines that are easy to follow and to um, experiment with um, if you are advanced. So, but that is the three big categories that I think most people will fall into. And again, it's not like an exhaustive list. This is definitely very general. Um, I, I use this as kind of a, a baseline for people to understand where they're at. And, they, and again, to get a true baseline, you can go into a gym or, or work with a trainer and have a lot of tests run, such as like fitness testing and VO2 max testing. And you can do all this stuff to really get true numbers and true um, get a true idea, excuse me, of where you're starting. So that's something you can definitely consider doing. But after you know that, then you just focus on start. Then you're, you're going to want to start focusing on building a strong base. And this is very, very important. And I, I already touched on why building a, full, a strong base is important because I like to use this example. And again, it's, I'm just going to preface. It's not a great example or a great analogy at least, but Think of your health and fitness foundation as being equivalent to your strength training, competency, plus your knowledge, and plus any actual practical experience you have, right? Now imagine if you bought a beautiful home that looks great from the outside, you know, you love it, you love hosting in it, having people over, but on the inside, no one knows except you, it's made of cheap materials, right? Yeah, even your, your concrete foundation of the house, it's not really concrete, it's actually made out of plywood, right? Cheap and quick, huh? And your house is actually sinking. So this is a scary situation. And if you didn't get that analogy, just just bear with me, you know. It, it's essentially what I'm trying to say is if you don't master basic exercises and build up the functional strength within your muscle tissue and your, you know, your um, soft tissue, your ligaments and your tendons, and you don't build up a strong base, you are going to put yourself in a bad position, you know, for injuries and muscle imbalances and what I'm saying is this has happened to me very, very early on in the process when I was younger, just kind of doing that copycat syndrome. Um, I go, you know, people go in and they they train what they want to train. They train mirror muscles or they they train one specific muscle group and they don't balance it out because they either don't want to or for whatever reason and they end up hurting themselves or developing imbalances. So by developing a strong base of both your exercise knowledge and muscle stability and body awareness, you're going to set yourself up for much more future success. So, and the biggest thing, honestly, is that like all the people that I've ever met have friends, family members, or clients that I've trained, you know, or just people that I've talked to or followed for that matter, you know, a lot of them who are the most successful in, in anything fitness and health related, reaching their goals, training others, you know, there's a few key traits that I've noticed with them is that they understand basic nutrition concepts. You know, they understand protein, carbs, fats, fibers. They you know how to they know how to read a nutrition label effectively and kind of identify what's going to be helpful for their particular dietary needs. They're consistent with their routines, nutrition and workout otherwise. And if they fall off the routine, life gets in the way, it happens to all of us, they know how to rebound quickly and get back on the horse and keep going. They've mastered the basics of strength training movements, <laughs> you know, fundamental exercise movement patterns. They've also probably attached some kind of bigger purpose to, you know, exercising and health in general. And this will vary for everyone. Um, 
but they've made it very sustainable by fitting around their lifestyle and they don't look for shortcuts, period. So those are just a few things that really I've noticed in time that have really separated people that are very successful with making things sustainable and you know staying healthy and fit throughout life versus people that you know fall off or, or never truly gain any real traction. So, and th- again, this list is online. It's on the post on um, the website. It's totallypossible.com. So if you want to go and read it and you prefer that method of learning, it's all there for you. But you know, and I, and I know this doesn't seem like oh my god, magic. But these are just basics, and the basics always are going to make the biggest impact, honestly, you know. These small steps, these small baby steps, when you are successful with them, lead to bigger successes, you know. They, they start to snowball on one another, so. But I, uh, and another way to really put it is that, let's just imagine for a second, if I had to go backwards in time to that little chubby high school nerd I was, and if any of my friends are listening or anyone that I went to high school with, you know, people may not have really felt that way per se about me. That's how I thought I was. The two things I would have focused on way, way earlier on that if I had to start over again would be one, being consistent every single day or trying to be as consistent as possible with exercise and just maintaining that discipline because, you know, when you have the discipline, everything else is kind of irrelevant. And I don't mean like you don't need to pay attention to it, but when you're consistent, it consistently, consistency builds on itself. Sorry, that's what I'm trying to say. So no matter how much experience you have or what resources you have, you can always focus on being consistent in whatever resources you have available. You know, make do with what you got. That should be your number one priority. Um, and then number two would be, you know, attaching my goals to a deeper purpose. Of course, this is easier said than done, but just finding a, a better reason to want to be healthy and fit than what most high school hormonal boys want, and that is look good for the ladies. So not not the best motivator for at least long-term success. So, um, but, and you know, some of the purposes of finding a deeper reason for wanting to be fit, healthy, or just being a beast and trying to, you know, really challenge yourself. You know, um, when you do that successfully, when you stop obsessing over the minutia of like your day-to-day activities, and you stop caring how people perceive you, you know, you really start to focus on how you feel mentally and physically. You focus on maintaining your exercise routine during the week. And you focus on improving your nutrition during those little day-to-day choices. And, you know, weird things start to happen once you do focus on the process instead of where you're at. You know, you might start noticing, oh, my my clothes feel a little looser. Or, oh, this shirt feels a little bit tighter on my arms. Man, um, or wow, my energy levels have improved. So these little things will creep up on you in time once you build on consistency and focus on the process and not so much progress or well progress is important but not perfection you know um ah, 20 minute timer is about to count down but i'm gonna go on because there's a couple other things i want to cover with you guys i don't want to leave you high and dry but that is the tagline for this section is you know start focusing on the process and just watch how fast things move for you all right stop don't focus on the end goal it's good to have that but focus on the process 
and you'll be surprised at how quickly you start to see results. And I think this honestly can be applied to life in general as well. Hey guys, Ann here. This is the end of the first part of this episode and the second part will be coming out this Thursday. So tune in to hear the other half of how we're gonna build muscle the right way, develop tips for discipline and more. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode. You can always find all future episodes at itstotallypossible.com and there is no apostrophe between the IT and the S. Catch you in the next episode.